0: Good morning and top of the morning to you and welcome to the auspicious wellness, optimal wellness podcast. Come on in, have a virtual seat at the table. We are broadcasting live in studio and I love, love, love to share with you. I love to just bring you in and just give you some information. This is your hour of wellness, your, your power hour of wellness. And wellness comes in all different ways. But this is food for mind, spirit, body, and soul. For you to take, process, take it apart, and let us put it all back together again and make it make sense. And you know the most important part of it is I need to be true, and I want to be true to you. My name is Debbie Smith-Torrens. I'm your host. I'm a life and health coach. i manufacturer manufacturing cannabinoid molecules. For short, I own a CBD company, an IT developer, and also I do quite a lot of contracting on a um, professional scale. We are broadcasting live in studio on the Apple Podcast platform, Spotify Podcast, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Alexa, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Deezer, Listen Note, Podbean, Overcast, Pocketcast, Castro, CastBox, Podbean, Spreaker, Player FM, and FFMPG. But before we get started today, I want to give you a disclaimer. This podcast is not intended to treat, cure, or prevent treatment with your physician or your doctor. Always contact your physician or medical provider for treatment, medical care, and advice. And so before we get started today, I've been having some wonderful Wonderful conversations with an author named Juan Lee, who I have a lot of respect for, because he wrote a book. But his book is about a function, an emotion that we all want to be on the better side of, which is love. And so when someone sits down and takes their time to write about love, they're not writing about a hustle, because love can never be a hustle. You know what I'm saying? Everybody remembers if you do love right, love will treat you right. You do love wrong, love will treat you wrong. Because it's a human emotion, and we are responsible for how we react in our emotions with people, whether we react in a way that is responsibly good or responsibly bad. How do you react? And that's something for you to think about. But I just want to bring our guest in, and I want to tell you a little bit about Ron. You know, I really have been having some great conversations with him and about his message of love. And so that's something that's so difficult for so many of us to process. And it can be confusing. But what I love about Ron, he removes the confusion all around love and all the different ways love plays, just plays a part in your life. And it's not just about your mate. It comes in all different ways. Okay, he personalizes religion and brings religion into it. And he is also able to deliver this message as a way of love being a universal emotion. And it is. It is. You can put two people in a room that don't even know each other and they can fall in love and they don't even have to speak the same message because love is love. And so um, he has been an author. He's an author and a teacher on the powerful principles of love. He's been doing this for over 30 years. He studied organized religion to find the elements that unite humanity and share the message with those who need it most. He was raised within the Christian church. Juan has turned to teaching about love and other year. And over the years, he's also come to find strength and understanding of, and hope of helping people to capitalize on this powerful emotion. And so without further ado, I want to bring Juan to the mic. Good morning, Juan. How are you?
1: Good morning. I'm doing fine.
0: yourself? <laughs> I'm doing awesome. I'm just so excited to talk about this book that you wrote, Love Made Simple. I'm so excited to talk about that. And I'm just so excited for you to share your story. And I just want to invite you now to just to start sharing your story with our audience about your book what you've been doing over 30 years with the emotion of love and your teachings, I'm going to step aside and give you the mic. <laughs> the mic is yours.
1: Well, thank you. I, right. first of all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. Um, the, the book was basically, I wrote the book, uh, last year, published it last year in 2020 mm-hmm. in the midst of the pandemic. But, mm. um, my, my journey Basically, um, with love started back when I was probably about seventeen. When I realized, uh, when I graduated from high school, that I was lost. I had no direction. I was, um, I had no hope. To be honest with you, I've been in religion and uh, religion all my life at that point, and and I had hope, but I had no no direction or action um, to manifest that hope. Um, I was basically defined as being inadequate in my school because I was in special education, so to speak, and Mm -hmm. I felt like I didn't get what I needed to be successful. I just thought that I was just pushed on through the system. And... And what happened was I, I joined the military, trying to run away from anything academic. And in the midst of running into running away from what I thought was academic, I ran into the Air Force, mm-hmm. which was ninety-five ninety-five ac- percent academic. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we did. You know, we it, we did everything from the time we woke up to the time we went right. to bed. It was, it was about. Policies and procedures and systems and stuff like that, and learning how to engage and to become one, to be honest with you, with building on unity. And it was in the military that I began to understand and actualize what that hope was that I had that i had been learning about um, because I saw the actions of people who came together for one purpose to accomplish a mission. Um, was the demonstration of love. Um, and that was where I learned um, what love really is, and it the actions that we that we, we we use, the actions that we present that we that we act, the things that we act out
0: mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. what love is. That's right.
1: And so And so that started me on seeing things, totally different um and so i guess the next point that um that i got to because things began to get a lot clearer to me uh, in spite of the fact that i was still chasing something that at this time that you know as i get into the military i don't know um that i have a ghost that i'm chasing and it's sort of like uh I didn't know what I didn't know because I was tagged as, you know, special education in school, but yet I graduated, but it was difficult, very difficult.
0: Yeah. And you know Um, something, I just want to kind of bring a point out. I I really do. And I want to point that out to our listeners right now of what I'm hearing. When you say, you know, I really didn't know my sense of direction, where I was going, what I was doing, you found something for a sense to belong. And it had to be hard for you to go through school and feel like you weren't getting what you needed to be successful or where you belong or your sense—you know to have a sense of urgency about what you're going to do with your life and which direction. And a lot of young men and women go to the military for that. Because they want a sense of direction. They want to belong. They want to be accepted. They want to have that camaraderie. And you found it. That's where you found it. And you found it through love of your country.
1: And that's yeah, so and, beautiful. It it's exactly right. I mean, I had no identity. I was I I was, man, um, I I really didn't have any hope of survival or, or or, you know, I went into the military just to purely survive.
0: I think that's what not I'm talking knowing,
1: about.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm talking knowing, about. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: not knowing what it was that I I, I had to offer. I, had, I didn't know I had any value. And the systems that were put in place or in place in the military gave me purpose, gave me identity, gave me it allowed me to Find myself and yes. find out who I was, mm-hmm. and and so that was that was critical because it was those systems that allowed me to relate them, you know, back to life mm-hmm. because life and the military were similar in that sense that you know the purpose of the military is the bigger thing you know we all get into the military we're just a part. But the big picture mm-hmm. is that it it has a it has a tremendously big role and it's to defend the not the United States of America
0: exactly and and all of us as Americans in any which way or form, you know we all of us love our country and we're not going to let that be compromised in any way shape or form period And so when you yeah. understand, Love and, and what love, what you do for love and love comes in all different forms and definitions. And the, and it just doesn't mean I'm in love with this person. It has all different for love, for humility and, you know, for humans, for for people we don't know. When, you know, when we're driving down the street and we see somebody cold and they're on a corner and they're asking for food and you tell yourself, I need to do something about this. Let me give them something. I'm not even going to ask what they're going to do with it, but let me give them something. That's love for human beings. Just our love as a human being, our humility, which is in us. And that's why I was so interested in bringing you to the mic and bringing this book to light to many others because of the way that you define love in all different ways. I just want you to keep sharing. I just want you to go with it.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly right. It's the love for humanity. It's, it's that degree that we all have something in common. And that if we can begin to a, a, align ourselves with being able to see one another as the very species that we all represent, the human being, the human species, we we have a tendency to see each other as different, as being bad.
0: Yes. Whereas
1: differences differences are uniquenesses that bring value to collectively, to add to add to us collectively. See if I had everything you had it wouldn't be I wouldn't be needed. Right. But it's because I have a difference, I have something else to offer that allows me to have value to the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. See, we got to just accept mm-hmm. the fact that there is a bigger picture than just us ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the message of love is that we have the proper attitude towards one another because of what we have in common.
2: Right. Instead of
1: looking at what we have that separated the things that make us different as being devices, we see those things that that we that are that we that make us different as being assets
2: mm-hmm. to
1: one another see that's just a switch in the way in which we we view each other that makes the difference it, it, it begins to now see value instead of um seeing people as against me i see them as for me and
0: and can can we can we um can we compartmentalize this a little bit more? Okay. And 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 I want to do that just to, you know, I want to bring in, bring a couple of things to light, and I want people to really, really listen to this. Based what Juan just said was because we see, we don't see people as bringing value. We see this as a defense mechanism. And when we learn to put the defense mechanism down when it's not needed, because a lot of times when a person walks in a room, you judge them immediately and you go into defense mode. You don't even actually look at this person, but then you already you go to the lesser, which is jealousy, rather than go to and judgment, rather than go to love and seeing this person as a human being just as yourself. And at the end of the day, they want to survive, they want to live, they want to eat, they want to sleep we are, we are, and this is, this is very common with women. And I never really realized this until the last 10 years. It's very common with women. We, we get mad at other women just because we see them because we don't like what they have on. We don't like the way their hair is combed. We don't turn around and say, this is a woman, this is a human being. And, or how, I love this about this person. I don't really know them. I want to find out how to, Account, how to acquire this or how to be like this or how the way that they're speaking and the things that they're saying and to the the way that they're touching me as a human being I want to understand more of this you know that's the point that we have to look at now and that's one of the reasons why I love your book because you're telling people yeah. how to love let's go Mr. Yeah. Love Guru let's keep going <laughs>
1: You get, but uh, to, to get to where you begin to, to entertain those, those, those introspections, mm-hmm. it goes to the fact that the first thing love does is it, is it develops ourselves. Yes. Because, see, before we can begin to see that value in the other person, we've got to be able to see value in ourselves. <laughs>
2: and that right means that
1: we have to be confident and we have to be secure in who we are.
2: Mm-hmm. See, we mm-hmm. become when
1: you, when you have to put up defenses. You're trying to protect something, right? See, the thing that love allows you to do is to break those down first and foremost within yourself, and understand that humility is one of those very important aspects of being able to break down those walls and things that we have in ourselves that are preventing us from being able to love.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because if we if we can't
1: if we can't see ourselves for who we are. And and be con- be sincerely content with who we are.
0: That's right. We're gonna have an
1: issue with we're gonna have an issue with being able to share love with someone else because we can't give something that we don't have. It's very <laughs> you easy can say that again. to begin. It's easy to begin to to pick at holes at other people when we don't when, when we're trying to protect our own holes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Because, you know, love is one of those emotions and behaviors that it it just, we can put everything in this behavior. We can put so much positivity in it. We can put intimacy in it. We can put passion in it. We can put commitment in there. We can actually evolve into caring on a deeper level about people, closeness. We can become protective, Um, It's so many different things that love can bring that are beautiful, attraction, affection, trust, intensity, loving each other, loving people on a more intense level of trying to understand them, what you just said. And people, instead of, we've lost this in this society, we've lost it, and we've gone to the other side of the fence where we need to try to practice being on this side of the fence and that, and your book is about that. I mean, you just got to keep going. You guys got to really listen to him today because he has some very interesting information for us to take in. Ron, you just got to keep going. Just please keep going.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, as, as you go through um, and understand love has characteristics and the characteristics, there's three characteristics that I like to share with love. And the first one is that it's a chameleon. Chameleons adapt at, to the circumstances, of the situation. It allows it lays down the the platform or the foundation for success for the the group for the whole.
2: Mm-hmm. And that
1: means that you to do that, you've got to come to a point where you say, okay, my part is is just that it's a part, and I'm willing to to sacrifice any differences that I might have that will prevent me from assimilating with this group, (laughs) with this, with this platform. Yes. Okay. And so at that point it lays the foundation for success for everybody. When you all come together to say, okay, what am I, I'm willing to sacrifice what my individuality is for the sake of the group, for the whole, that right there lays the foundation. One of the things that I learned in, in the military was well, the first thing is that when you join the military, the number one attitude that you have to accept is that you're going to be a sacrifice. You could be a sacrifice. Yep. You've got to accept the fact that you're a sacrifice for the greater good.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, and then you, you go back to that. Just go back to that. Did you hear that, Ron? Just, just Juan. did you hear that? Just go back to that. When you say, you may be a sacrifice for the greater good. Can you sacrifice your feelings? Can you come out of being about yourself and come out of your feelings and realize I need to make a sacrifice for my family because this is what my family needs instead of what I want. This is what this Mm -hmm. group needs instead of what I want. This is what my coworker really needs instead of the promotion I want. This is what would make this company better instead of the promotion that I want. Instead of me walking and stepping on people to get what I want. It would be better if we did it this way as a we, as a us, instead of just simply I that's love. That's love.
1: There you go. There you go. I mean, that lays the foundation, see that attitude adjustment lays success, the foundation for success for the greater good, for the big picture. See, um, we've got to be able to do that for love to be able to, to to actualize itself that's the that's the step that each and every one of us has to go into this a group with so that we would know that we're all in that's what humanity is. See mm-hmm. we all win when humanity wins. That's if, right. If nobody is left out when when humanity is successful.
0: That's right. Because we look at other people, we see other people, like you said, we look at them as human beings and we look at them like this is a human being like me. They have veins, they bleed, you know what I'm saying? They do every, we do everything as human beings with our bodies. So how can you Mm -hmm. look at another human being and say, "Um, you know what, I'm just not going to like you just because you walked in the room and I don't like the way you look. Well, then that means you got something going on with you has nothing to do with that person It's you. And that's not part and, of and, and
1: love. That's, that's exactly the thing that we have to understand is that the issue is not with you, it's with the other person.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you and we've
1: got to understand that. I mean, you think about it. What kind of a mindset does a racist have? Yeah, Just think about it, a racist. What, what kind of a mindset does that racist have? A person, and I'm just using racist. You could do it anything. And and, but and just, you, but I mean, you're we're, right. We're,
0: you're right because we can be racist on all different levels. You know what I'm saying? We have to check our emotions consistently, daily, on what we say, how we say it, what we say to people, how we leave them feeling, and how we react. We have to because you never know how the other person is actually really feeling or what they've gone through. You know, I'm going to use myself as an example. Okay. And this is, is Mm -hmm. like when it comes to right. It also, when you're illiterate to certain situations, when you become illiterate and you don't understand how the other people are living or what they've gone through that, I never really, because I've never been racist towards Asian people. And I never really understood how racist people are towards Asian people until I started to look at it more deeply. And now, because of that, when I see Asian people, I try my best to to remember that and try my best to go out of their way, my way, to let to even ask them, how are you doing? To smile, to let them know they're welcome, to let them know that I accept you, you know, because we have to look at ourselves as human beings and become accountable. And I, I'm using myself to say my be, being illiterate to what they were going through. And that that's part of love. Instead of me focusing on myself, I'm able to see somebody that looks different from me, but I want to understand and also be something positive in what's going on in their life, in their world. And, and we evolve. I want to continue to evolve and to be more positive positive. And to uh, to be about be I want to be more in t- intentional about how I react and interact with people because I want to be more universal in love for people. I want that's that's yeah. I am intentionally doing this. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um that's exactly right. On on but the the two sides of that, and I and I, I know this probably maybe caught you a little bit. That you're back here because when I when I said the racistness is is it, basically because we were talking about the situation that a person brings to an yeah. interaction, and 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 what I'm saying is is that I, would you just, you think about the mindset of a person who just who who has racist thoughts in their mind? Yeah, there, there there's a sickness there. There's something in them that think that they're better than someone else.
0: Well, no, because you got to look at it. You know, people, certain things are learned. You said they didn't just wake yeah. up one morning and be that way. Babies wake up with full acceptance. Baby comes, babies come to the world with full acceptance. But what we have to do is look at where they grew up, how they, you know, like, wh- you know, what was their this, home life like, or maybe it might not have been the home life. It could have been outside influence. You know, it's always it, it, something that's discovered along the way.
1: And, and all that, all I was bringing, all I brought that up to say was, is that that mindset that that person is in, we need to understand that there's something broken.
0: Yes. And have
1: compassion for them having that broken.
2: Yeah. That,
1: that's all that, is, that That was the point for me saying that is because the issue that he has with me or someone else, it's not with me or someone else it's with him or yeah with her. absolutely and
0: absolutely
1: that, that's where we can begin to look at the situation and go I, that that's not a person he that's I don't take that personal he got a he got an issue that he's dealing with, and I understand
2: that <laughs> he doesn't understand
1: yes. he doesn't or they don't understand what humanity is all about, and they're working contrary to it,
0: yeah, and you know what and what we're saying to everybody right now is we're saying if you know that you haven't done something to someone and they're treating you a certain way, don't internalize it. Do not. Mm -hmm. Do not internalize Mm -hmm. it. Just understand they have something going on. Do not take that stress on. Okay? Do not take on that discomfort. Don't do it because it's not about you. It's really what you're... Yep. Go ahead.
1: The goes hurt people hurt people. Yep you you got to realize that pain that people try to demonstrate and push on to you coming from them.
0: That's right. That's what you I mean you couldn't have said that better. Yep.
1: It's hurt coming people. From them. Yep.
0: You couldn't have said say that again hurt people. Say that again. Say that one more time.
1: Hurt People hurt people. That's right. They do. And right. and, and you have to understand when somebody's throwing hurt or hate at you, they hurt
2: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. they hurt that's and, true and, and it's for us to be able to identify the fact that they're hurting to not to be able to react or respond to it because all it will do is cause now more friction or difference between us and it really never gets to the to the issue and that's where we are right now in our country
0: and, and we're and, a bunch and, of
1: hurt people hurting people
0: right i mean you can be in your neighborhood Or you, no, I'm not even going to say your neighborhood. You can be, okay, we know Christmas and the holidays are coming. So we know everybody's doing holidays. So are you checking yourself when you're getting within your families to, instead of you all ganging up on one person coming in the room and talking about that one person, nobody has the right to hold you to a standard your whole life. Everybody has room for change. Okay? And if those people can't get with your change, then don't worry about it. Keep it moving. Just make sure that you're positive about what you're doing in life. And so these are some of the things. This is, couldn't be a better time for us to talk, have this conversation because a lot of us are going into the holidays with one of the number one emotions that everybody has on their plate, which is love. And one way or another is love, whether or not you have people that you can love, whether or not you have people that you just fell out, someone just may have fell out of love with you and you're hurting. But this is a way to get on track. You know, we got somebody that's here today to get you on track. And that's Wan Lee. He's gonna he's get. he will get you on track. Wan Lee, I'm listening. We gotta keep going. <laughs> well the sec-
1: where the second characteristic of, of love is a is conduit. And as you lay that foundation with the chameleon where you're you've now you've adapted to what's in everyone's best interest, we're connected to one another mm-hmm. so that we can we can give freely to one another without any unrealistic or, or expectations um, or, or, or envy or something like that. It, it, we're connected in the sense that we're in this thing together and now we got gifts and talents and uniquenesses that we can, play, we can share with one another without any hidden agenda. And that really begins to open up so many avenues for all of us. Because there's things that we don't know that we don't know. That's true. But because we're a part of something bigger than we are, than ourselves, the opportunities for us begin to be larger.
0: Exactly. And I would have
1: to interject, I interject our relationship or our friendship, or I would like to say friendship now, in light of this podcast has been (laughs) a lifesaver for me. And I didn't even know it. Well. You, you know, kn- your your gifts and your talent have shown me things that I've been after and looking for for over two years.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that because... And,
1: that, yeah. and it it's okay. because of love being at work in both of our lives. We have uniquenesses that we offer to one another that we wouldn't know we didn't know we needed until we
0: we're a part of something bigger than that. It's it, And it's called that call. The love will put in a call to action on you. <laughs> and, uh, so unexpectedly, because Juan and I were just having a basic conversation about health. And we were having that conversation and it was a call to action for both of us in many ways to get down, to get a solution to look at, to find out what could this be? What is this? And so just based on our, just our own impact as human beings in the area of love understanding we just just having compassion for another human being will make you go to work it'll make you go to just like people they come together and say look at this call to action. This is something that happened. Let's set up a GoFundMe. Let's go and do this. Let's, it's so many ways that people are sharing themselves, their income, their love. And it's all around humility of wanting to reach out and help that call to action. How can I help? How can I account and be accountable for what, for this cause? How can, what can I do? And so sometimes we don't even really realize that we're ready to be accountable. We're ready for this call to action. We're ready to help, you know, because that's what love deeds. That's humility. And it digs deep down in us. And then we begin as people to realize that I want to help. I need to help. And it's calling on the emotions of feelings. What if this was me? What if this, how, this is what I would want someone to do with me. So you treat people the way you want to be treated. And that's the process of love. When you start realizing that you treat people, you have love and compassion for other people as you will want people to have for you. That's the way I see
1: it. And again, it goes back to being able to prepare yourself in development to be able to share. You know, I didn't get here overnight. I didn't get to learn and understand what love is all about overnight. But all I want to do, man, is give it. That's all I want to do is share, it. Exactly.
2: because I think that
1: there's there's something that we're missing in this big picture that we understand that life is only temporary, mm-hmm. and if we have, the, and it's a part of something bigger than ourselves. And when we realize that and recognize it, man, life becomes clear, becomes simple, and so we begin to be able to walk in those things that make. Those uniquenesses that we have, Mm. and understand that we have value, that we are important, that it's 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 significant, that what we have to offer is necessary to humanity, because ultimately we're we're living this experience to invest it into humanity for the next generation.
0: And you know something, it's about yeah. You 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 know Mm -hmm. something, love. I want to touch on something that you said, and I want to back us up and run back over it again. You know, love creates boundaries. I mean, it it makes you put boundaries in place that you know, Mm -hmm. that you know that you need to have in place because when you really are loving on a deeper level, it brings full disclosure into that relationship. And that's where the trust comes Mm -hmm. in full disclosure because you want to trust. And when you get to a relationship where I know for a fact, if someone came and told me something, this person done or my mate, I would know different. We don't know it 100% all the time, but you could just about put your finger on it. And if you can have that coming both ways between two people, it's the most beautiful thing that you could ever share. But if you're closed minded and you're, and you don't understand what I just said, then you need to work on love. You do, you need to work on love. You, You need to, you need to work on how to love someone and how to give love and how to receive love. Because when you well, give it to get it, it's a beautiful thing.
1: And, and see, but that's the thing about it is, is that when we get in love, it's with no expectations or anything in return. But that's, that's right. how you realize and understand the value of it. Because here's all you need is fulfillment of love is the, is the, the ability for, for, for the person who receives it to be able to apply it, to that's operate right. it, to mm-hmm. accept it, to receive it. That's all fulfillment and that's all we're looking for is making, it's giving, it's bringing value to what we have to offer. That's that right. brings fulfillment mm-hmm. that that's, that, that's validating who we are and what we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when we, when we do that and when we, and the thing about it is when it's done to the right person in the right way, see these different types of love begin to manifest themselves and you can begin to see the re, the reciprocation. That's right. Right. It will begin to say, okay, whoa. But that that only comes out of being able to first understand know who you are. You can't <laughs> give what you don't have. And exactly. we've got to understand that we, you know, the number one assignment for anyone to be able to practice love is to know self.
0: Exactly. You got you got you gotta be you have to be accountable in order if you if you want to bring love to the table, you gotta be accountable. You have to be. Because there's no other way, you, because you can't recognize it any other way. There's no other way for you to be all in it to win it. If you are not accountable, is impossible. It's impossible.
1: And, 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 and the, you're right. And and the, I, what I want to do is I want to give you the last third characteristic. Okay. And then I'm going to share with you the attitude that renders the the success that we're looking for in life, and it and it produces. And it shows love, okay? These attitudes. I'm going to share those with you in a second. But let me give you this last uh, characteristic. The last characteristic is the one that sets love over the top. You know, we got that's a, a big Camille one, one and, and 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 now we and and, and we got a, a conduit, and now we have a choice. It's the three C's of love, and the choice is that no one can stop you.
0: <laughs> you could say that again. <laughs> You can say no that again. One can
1: stop you from, no one can stop you from loving.
0: Uh, you know what? You
1: <laughs> have the ability to love without any effects of anyone else. It's your choice.
0: Absolutely. And when you love... Nobody can,
1: nobody can force you, but nobody can stop you either.
0: I mean, you know what? You're absolutely... You're absolutely... I'm going to be... I'm going to share some stuff. I'm going to be full trans. I'm going to be full transparency today. I am because of what you just said. When I, when I met my husband, I was running from him because I was so hurt and he was so patient with me. It took him a whole year to get me to go on a date. A lot of listeners know that, but they <laughs> I was so scared and I didn't even know how mm-hmm. scared I was. I had this big wall around me because I had been so hurt and I have chosen all the wrong men And I kept Mm -hmm. choosing the same type of man and I was just messing up and I was, I wasn't messing up. I was just messing up with my choices. That's what I was doing. And I had to understand instead of me looking for love, I subconsciously, I decided to let love find me, but I was running from it consciously. You understand what I'm saying? I was consciously running Mm -hmm. away from it, but my subconscious mind said, wait, hold up, slow down. Don't do nothing. Just peace be still. Sit right there and don't do anything. (laughs) And that's exactly what I ended up doing. But what I'm going to tell you is when you said love is unstoppable, oh, honey, baby. (laughs) When I first met my husband, my family was not very susceptible to him. They, They weren't very welcoming to him because he was different. He was very different. And when I met my husband, his family was not even acceptable. They were not accepting me at all for years and years and years. They were sheer assholes to me. And I mean it in every sense of the word. I mean, get you, get you in a, a place and plan on how they're going to humiliate you and just humiliate you to the fullest extent where you where wow. you'd be like, what? you feel like something hit you over the head. But guess what? Wow. Me and my husband, we became unstoppable. And the very people that treated us like that are the very people looking at us and saying, I wish we had what they have. Because we took time, we invested in the relationship, we got to a point where we didn't care what other people thought, we didn't care what they said. We got to a point where we even quit going around certain people because we knew it wasn't worth our time. We had to let them figure it out on their own, and we had to realize These people accepting us, it's really not our problem. It's their problem. We need to go and focus on being productive and finding productive ways to actually be happy together. And what we found was growth. What we really found was growth. That's what we found. We found growth on so many levels. So it's, it's the holiday season. And if you know that you're trying to, Fit in with family members that are not so accepting to you. You can love them, but then at the same time, you don't have to internalize what they want to put on you. You just don't have to do it. Is you just one of, Go ahead.
1: One of the one of the one of the chapters in the in the book is about family, <clears throat> and uh, it, it's it's basically, and I give some I go and I talk about you know the family is the framework for life for your experience in life. And and the reason I say that is because there's a lot of there's a safety net in family. It is. Um but but what happens when the safety net fails you, it really it really has a long lasting effect on you. It
0: does. It does. It does. And, and
1: what and what happens is is it, it it still maintains this position of safety and security. But it becomes to be more of a hindrance or a a a, a pain or a hurt or a harm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 what I try to do in the book is try to allow you to learn how to maneuver those situations. And around this season of time, because you want to be around family, but family doesn't represent what it is that it means. to There's no security. There's no there's no safety there. And you have to understand that. Family is where you get that safety and security.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If,
1: you're, if if that means that, that that's your next door neighbor versus your blood relative or that's a friend versus a blood relative, we have to understand that in, in many cases, we have to redefine what that really means. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's because we want the support not the the name the support
2: right and if right. When they're
1: not giving you the support they're not functioning in the in the system of what the name is supposed to represent
0: and you know what, and, you know what? You're, you're you're right go ahead i'm listening go ahead I'm, I'm listening to you
1: no i mean so so especially around this time try not you know it, just because we're families you got know to understand that don't put yourself in place and, that's going to be harmful to you.
0: Grow. You know, grow. don't put yourself
1: in growth.
0: Grow. That's, that's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Grow. Don't, you know, So mm-hmm. if, sometimes when you, you got to go through something to get to something. And sometimes when mm-hmm. people don't make you welcome, go a different route. Don't sit there and be mad. Don't go to war. Just go a different route. Look, look for growth. Mm-hmm. Ex- expand who you are. Expand on your own personal growth and sometimes silence is the best answer for people that just don't understand life. You you can't drill mm-hmm. life. You can't make people change. You can't make people be what you want them to be, but you can love them from a distance until they learn how to treat you the way you supposed to be. You you're supposed to be treated. Then that's what respect. Yeah. Sometimes you got to back people up and so, if you don't respect me, the best thing I could do is love you from a distance. I'm always gonna love you. None of that's ever, ever going to change. But I'm not gonna be a victim. I'm not. I'm not gonna be a victim. I'm not a volunteer. So you gotta find somewhere else to to take these aggressions. You and if you can't take these aggressions and turn them into positively into positivity by taking these aggressive behaviors and aggression towards other people that aren't doing anything to you and try to figure out why do you feel like this and work on you? Then that's on you that you don't know and understand that you got some pieces to work on. And so that's, Mm -hmm. and then the other side is growth for you because you develop new relationship, new friends, new ways of being understanding how to work with what you've been dealt since you've been dealt. Like you went out and you got, You were able to stack the deck and turn it into something positive for you. The deck was stacked against you, but you said, okay, I don't accept this deck. So I'm going to deal me my own deck of cards. I'm going to deal me my, I'm going to deal the hand. And I'm going to put in that hand what I need in the hand. And once we get to learning these things, we can change the culture within our own families, within our own circle, like our own children, we can change the culture. We don't have to have negative cultures. And you can say, I'm changing this behavior because it wasn't positive behavior. And that's love because you don't want Mm -hmm. your children to be affected. And you don't want your children to affect other people as you've been affected. So you say, this is not the way to go. This is not the way you treat people. This is not this.
1: and and that's and those are the those are the growth the things that we're having to do and and and, I'm, and that's the end. It. The book is called Love Made Simple. Didn't say it was easy.
0: <laughs> say that didn't again. Say, say that one more time. I, I
1: love Made simple, but it didn't say it was easy. Exactly. That that that's the growth that you're going to incur as a result of implementing these attitudes of love, because it's going to make you. Let me let me hit up let me just get to these seven attitudes. Take below.
0: your time. We got time. Take your time.
1: <laughs> the reason is that okay, let me let me, and, and with that being said though, I, I wanna piggyback a little bit on what you just said. <laughs> and that was that um you were you were talking about when you, you have to realize that change is necessary. Um I came to the realization and let me let me I'm gonna go back a little bit because I told you about a ghost that I was I was chasing after early mm-hmm. on in my life. Mm-hmm. I had an undiagnosed learning disability until I was 37 years old.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so up until then, I knew there was something wrong. I was in special education, but I did not understand what it was that I had. And it wasn't until 37 that I realized what it was. And then I had over those years had learned how to address it and adapt to it. Mm -hmm. In that process, I learned that life was not about what I don't have. It's about maximizing what I do have. Yes. And so that ability to separate myself from being compared to others, began to allow me to recognize my own uniqueness.
0: Exactly, you
1: and, go, and that's what growth allows you to do. Every day, you begin to find yourself when you desire to know yourself. When you begin, when you when you begin to find out who you are, you begin to identify your uniqueness, exactly. and it prevents you from stop to stop this comparison. Yeah. Stop mm-hmm. looking at somebody else and trying to compare yourself with them because your fulfillment is not in their in their ability.
0: That's right. Your
1: fulfillment is in your ability. And one of the things that I say in the subtitle of my book is "It's, it's the guide to inner peace, contentment, and success.
0: That's right.
1: Contentment is essential because it's, it's basically saying I'm secure in who I am. Exactly. At the level and where I am. It doesn't mean that I'm going to stop pressing towards my potential so that I can be fulfilled in what I have to offer. But it says that no matter where I am, I'm going to be content because it's who I am mm-hmm. It's within my ability. And that's where my my success lies.
0: Exactly. In somebody
1: else's ability. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: so so that is just a little bit of understanding and in, in that process of of developing yourself, man, life becomes clear because you know what it is that you have to offer.
0: Say that again. Say and it then, again.
1: And then, and then you begin to, you begin to give out of that. And, and it's abundant. And You, you have know, plenty of it.
0: And you know what? Guess what happens? You start defining your purpose. And when you, when you know that you're more purposeful and intent and you're more, you're more intentional about what you're doing with life because you're finding yourself and you start finding yourself and you're on your path and you find that, that sense of commitment within your soul of what really defines you as a person and you develop your boundaries of what you will do, what you won't do, what you will accept, what you know you've got to do. Oh baby the world the world really at that point is your oyster because you have now developed a foundation in life and those found that that foundational development it can it can be bigger than you it can become way bigger than you it can become culture in your family of this is this this family right here where you can sit back with pride and when people say your family name and you can sit back and say, "Oh, that's one of those. Uh, that's one of the, the Torrance's over there. That's that's one of the Joneses over there." You know, where people really realize that this is a family that's about commitment. This is a family that works as one. This is a family that's about the greater good. When you sit back and realize, I put some principles in place that I knew I needed, and I wanted to to go for something in a deeper meaning. With humility and humanity rather than just the culture, the negative cultures that I was born into, and I want to change to something that's more profound, where I can leave a mark, where I can make a difference. That's a journey. You don't wake up feeling like that. It becomes part of you, who you become. And that's that's big. That's that's huge. You go oh, this is good. I'm I'm wow. loving this conversation wow. today.
1: <laughs> you know you just you just you just brought into to the conversation um, my nonprofit called clear journey.
0: Oh, come on. Let's talk about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just, you just did because basically you begin to talk about legacy. You begin to talk about, about the journey. You begin to talk about clearly understanding this experience called life. And that's what my nonprofit, the clear journey does. Hmm. It gives teens and young adults that clarity in life so that they can pursue and navigate their lives. Um, with purpose. That's what it's all about. And to know that at a young age, at a teenager, young adult, you got people that live this whole life, never get into it, never realize purpose. That's one of the, the, the results of love that you get to understand what your purpose is. It's a system. We're all connected together. We all have something to offer. And once you get it, it's all about giving it, oh, and yes. we spend so much time. We spend so much time not even recognizing or understanding that we have a uniqueness, a gift that no one else has. That we go through life trying to be something that we're not, and it's so much more difficult trying to do that.
0: It's called keeping up. It's so called keeping. It's so difficult, <laughs> it's it's it. so difficult mm-hmm. trying, to,
1: trying to measure up.
0: Yeah, and you don't need to. You don't need to keep up with the Joneses. You need to keep up with who you are. And once you find out who you are, it becomes so natural. Everything that you're doing in life becomes natural because it's not based on other people's lives. It's based on your life, your pace, what you need, what you want, what's essential to you. That's just like saying mm-hmm. the people next door go and buy a Mercedes. All of a sudden you go home and tell your husband, "I got to have a Mercedes." Well, what's wrong with the car you already have? You didn't need that Mercedes before they bought their Mercedes. So why you got to have a Mercedes now? You get what you need when it's time for you to get what you need. You don't go do something because somebody else is doing it. Don't even look at what somebody else is doing. Look at what you need to be doing. And that and, and that's and part that's, of it.
1: That that that's why we Focus on financial <laughs> literacy. Yes. <laughs> because, again, once you understand that your success, and peace is the thing that we're supposed to be, once we gain peace, that's what we're supposed to be working at maintaining, is our peace. And, okay?
0: It, it all and works unfortunately,
1: together. we unfortunately, <laughs> we, 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 we sell our peace for that Mercedes. And,
0: and, and you know what? <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you're, you're so... You're so, you're so spot on with that one because you know what? You got to recognize I need to, you have to recognize I want to use my credit when I need to use my credit. I want to and then it'll get to the point you become so responsible when you get ready to go buy something, even though you know, without a shadow of a doubt, you can afford it. You can afford to get it. You you scared to get it. (laughs) And that's when you're checking yourself at the door. And it's okay. It's okay. It's it's okay sometimes for you to know you can do something. But don't go do stuff. Just be, don't go purchase and buy because you can. You have to practice and you have to develop responsibility. Everything in life that you do comes with responsibility. Responsibilities. Because it becomes more and more and more. So just because you can afford to buy something doesn't mean you need to go buy it because you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. Okay. If you can, if you can rule the thumb, if you can go buy this, and if you could pay it off within a third of the time that it stays like divided up into three of whatever it is you want to buy and you could pay it off within a third, then you can afford it. If you just got to go five years, six years, seven years, trying to figure out how you're going to buy something, then you really can't afford it. You might not be able to afford it. Only if you're really building your credit to a point that what you want to buy is not, is is either, it's so minute in your income that you can still afford to save money. So if you're buying and you can't afford to put any money in the bank and you can't afford to save anything at all, and you're not able to take it, it shouldn't even be more than a third of your income. It should, whatever you're adding all up. That means you're living above your means if you're trying to if even if it's half, that's way above your you're living above your means. Because you should all you should be able to save just as much as you're spending or more. Because you never know when you're gonna need it again. You never ever know. Am I right or wrong, Juan?
1: You're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Those are those are the these are the things that we don't teach uh our young people mm-hmm. more. Our adults, I mean, a lot of us don't know it. And the fact of the matter is is that we're quick to say, do a budget, but have no idea how to do a budget.
0: Exactly. Knowing what
1: the parameters parameters are of a budget. And then even that, to understand how to stay within the boundaries of the budget.
0: Well, look at it like this here. Look at it like this here. Some families... You know, there's, they say, okay, we're about to, we're, we're in a recession and we're about to go into a depression. Okay. Well, you got some families that's been in a depression their whole life. Mm
2: -hmm. Their
0: whole way of life has been a depression. So who and what and where, when these parents have been robbing Peter to pay Mary living pillar to post just only making enough to just even keep food on the table and juggling the bills every month, who can, who's, when did somebody come along and teach them about financial literacy? So until we love one another enough to come and start to teach each other one way or another, it'll get through to somebody in that family, even if it's a child and that child will be the defining change for that family. Cause we all grow up.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Something's mm-hmm. gonna touch somebody, so that's, I, I like that's to it. Talk
1: with, I talk to people. We talk about you know the buzzword these days is is generational wealth, and I said generational wealth comes with a sacrifice. It does. Everybody like everybody like what it sounds like, but who's willing to do the sacrifice? Because generation is for someone, it's for somebody else. That's now is right. the time for
0: the sacrifice. You know, you know something? <clears throat> I This is, people don't understand what give, how, how much sometimes you have to give for your future generation. Some people do, don't even have a, I, some people can't even see past tomorrow. Let's know something in the future. Okay? So, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. Because the struggle well, no, is real. I mean, but-
1: yeah but 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 again, I, I speak to that also in the sense that you know from from our people's perspective, people of color, um you just can't give us money or we just gain or receive money even you know like for instance, we're probably in a generation that is the most highly educated um black people ever in our society in our country. So we've probably got the worst credit.
0: Probably. We probably
1: have, we have <clears> the <throat> less net worth because we know we got money, but we don't know how, we don't know what wealth looks like.
0: No, we don't.
1: Wealth, wealth is, wealth is about an attitude and that attitude has to do with generational. Exactly. You have to have an attitude of generational. See, we're, we're we're coming up with money, but money is not wealth. You can spend money quick, just quicker than you got it. But but wealth is being able to preserve it. It's
0: knowledge. It's that, not because knowledge you know they, it's knowledge. Because let's just work. let's just let's just uh, break this down to the audience because I want people to really hear hear this because it's so many generations. It's so many. Um, different ethnicities and people um, not just it. I mean, when you start talking about um, different people and different cultures inside those culture, inside those cultures, every culture, there's social economic, there's socioeconomic differences inside every single race on this earth. There's people that are at the top, there's people in the middle. There's people all the way at the bottom that are really poor is even in Caucasian, even Caucasian people, it's the same way because you'll hear uh-huh. so many people say, okay, well, you know, those people, what kind of family do they come from? Blah, 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 blah. Okay. It takes a mindset of change to really change your circumstances. It takes, you know, from, you can have children at a really young age with their eye on the prize of change. And you you see basketball players that say the only way out is for me to go play basketball. And we were dirt poor. And you see that that change over and over and over again, but it doesn't just have to be basketball. It could be so many different things. It doesn't have to be pro sports. It can be so many things. It's about the knowledge. It's about the fundamentals. Of what you're going after, what you need to do, it's about are you disciplined enough? You know, you see what I'm saying? It's it's about everybody Absolutely. else's outside plan, and you're inside working. Every, well, I'm working towards something. I'm working towards change. I'm working towards. Well, why are you always working? Well, I'm always working because this is what I have to do right now. That's why I'm always working. Okay, and when I when you know, but then things start to slowly, slowly change. People on the outside don't see the change. They may talk about, oh, we're in the house doing whatever, blah blah blah. They never know what you're doing. And then when the change comes, they think the change is so rapid. The change has been happening for years, but now it's time for me to reap the rewards of what I've been doing. So that's what happens with people when they start to get to, to change their outcomes and then they start to change the outcomes of their families. One day, um, and this is not about me, but I'm just gonna, gonna, um, say something one day. Um, someone said, well, what I'm doing, I'm not doing for me. I'm doing it for my community. Okay. Okay. I could get that. I, I see that. I I can understand everything about that, what you just said. And they were talking to me. I said, I can understand everything you just said, but now you need to understand what I'm about to tell you. You say you're doing everything for your community. Community starts at home. What out, Because I, you know, everybody knows I work 90 hours a week at least. Okay. So this person said to me, well, what I'm doing, I'm doing it for my community. I'm not doing it for me. And you saying that to say what you said, what I'm doing, I'm doing for me. Okay. How many kids did you have in college right now? How many grandkids did you have in college right now? Okay. So, in order for me to have change in my family, I' need to work ninety hours a week so that I can put some of these kids through college these grandkids through college at that, <laughs> okay, so I need to be putting them through through college and helping their parents so that they can have a chance just a chance, so it's way bigger than me. it's way more than it I'll ever ever be, but at least I can say when I lay down, I had enough love for my family. And the families that I, the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, generation that I'll never know to just try to give that generation a chance. And it had to start somewhere. It has to start somewhere. So do you love uh-huh. your bloodline enough to sacrifice yourself? I do love your, your well, bloodline enough to go sacrifice yourself.
1: You know, that, that, you know, Unfortunately, that's something that we've got to learn. And that's, this is where I'm saying for the most part, you know, when the family breaks down, it breaks down. Yes. And, 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 and it really, it really has a long lasting effect on that concept, on that love, on that, that, that foundational, um, bloodline. Um, and so we have to be able to find ways to overcome that. But it, it it's going to take, it take work. It does. It's going to take work. It does. And love, and love is going to be, and sometimes, you know, love won't look the same in every situation.
2: No. Sometimes
1: love is where, where you pull back as much as it is when you draw nigh, draw near to it.
2: Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so
1: you've got to be able to understand it and, and know when to apply it and when to withhold it,
2: mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know.
1: Because it, it it has different values, and, and this is some of the things that if you understand how you do it. Because man, it was interesting. Um, I had a situation that happened just yesterday. Um, I was at the grocery store, and a man came up to me, and he was he was hard luck. And he was just giving me the you know the woes, me. But he goes, but I'm not I'm not you know complaining, but. This is what I've done, and this is what I've done. And he told me all of the stuff that he did. And I asked him a couple of questions. And I said, um, "You're in the situation that you're in because of your pride." And he said, "Yep, you're right." And I said, "Then that means that you're with you're withholding from yourself what it is that's in place for you because of your pride." And I, I'm, I'm, I'm letting you hear this, and he's saying yes. And I said, you hear what you're saying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're standing in the parking lot, asking me to give you money, and you have a system in place that's there for you, but because of your pride, you don't accept. It.
2: <laughs> I can't
1: help you.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: See, because the bigger issue is your pride, not the money in my pocket.
0: It's just a temporary fix. What's the solution? And sometimes we have to ask people, let's look at a solution. Let's not look at a temporary fix. Let's get a solution for you. I care about you enough to find a solution.
1: And and the fact of the matter is is that I presented him a solution and he didn't want it. And he said, because of my pride, I said, I can't help you then. See, I'm giving you, I'm giving you, instead of showing, giving you a fix, I'm giving you how to fix. And you saying you don't want to. I yeah. can't help you.
0: Yeah. And then you got people out here that really won't help. You got people out here that really need help. You have people out here that are that they'll do they'll they'll you got mothers, single mothers that are trying to figure out how to make it work. And a lot of these mothers, I don't care what anyone says, people might not want to believe it, but women, there's so many backbones to this country, but women play a large role in the background of our country, because women are some of the most resilient human. They are so resilient. Women are very resilient in of what they can do and what they will do for their children, their loved ones, what they will do. They find a way out of no way to make it work. And and what they're able to establish in their family. Like sometimes you hear successful people and you and they'll tell you, why they're successful. I watched my mother do this. I watched my mother do this. I watched my mother go through this. I watched my mother go through that. So sometimes instead of us treating when we see other women and treating other women as if they're an enemy, treat them like a sister instead of when we see men and we treat those men, when the men see other men, you you already make up in your mind that they're your enemy just because you don't like the shoes they wore today. Well, you don't know why they have those shoes on. They have those shoes on because they want those shoes on or they need those shoes or somebody gave them those shoes. You just don't know. So what I'm saying to you, let's not judge people. But I'm not saying that to you, Juan, because I know exactly what Uh you're talking about. What you're saying is that instead for you to have to be out here every day going through this, why don't we look at some solutions that can help you move to the next level? And if people don't want to go ahead.
1: And he had this, look. it was, it was, a, it was to the point where his son came up there and said in previous days, it said to him, dad, why are you out? Here?
0: Well, sometimes, you know, people go through and he stuff. Won't,
1: he won't, he won't take it.
0: And sometimes people just got, maybe sometimes people are broken. And one day. Well,
1: but, see, but, that, but, see, but that's that pride that I'm talking about. Pride will keep you in distress. And this and, and, and alleviate and eliminate your ability to be able to move forward. That's true. And and that and that's the point I'm saying. It's a hard I didn't say it was easy. Didn't say it was easy. But the fact of the matter is, is that there is no there's no person on the street homeless that doesn't have someone that knows them. That's true. That's true. That somebody knows them now. Here, here's what it's going to take. Most of the people that are on the streets and stuff like that are homeless. They probably have drug issues. A lot of them have drug issues.
0: Well, no, a lot. But, not, not see, just that, but a lot of them
1: do. No, no, but, no. I'm just saying that that's that's a sect of it. But my point being is is that whatever the situation is, they're human beings, and everybody has to work. At this thing called this humanity. So what I'm saying to him is, is that if you have someone who's willing to 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 meet your needs, then that means that you have to sacrifice something to meet them halfway. If that means that you can't, they have stipulations and things that are that are going to be associated with that help, then you need to be able to honor that. Well, they say, Look, you ain't gonna be doing no
0: drugs in the house. Well, yeah, but some, but, but one thing I do want to point out though a lot of people, a lot of programs were cut out. You know, a lot of government programs were cut out, like a lot of um, mental health programs were cut out. And a lot of people mm-hmm. that we see on the streets, they have mental health issues. A lot of times, it's not mm-hmm. always just drugs. Some people aren't even on drugs, some are, and some's not. I mean, this is a big share of them are, but some of them are not. And sometimes, they just don't want to be confined to a certain way, so they wander and they wander. And I mean, I've 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 looked at it, I've seen it, I've heard it, and some people just, you know, they don't have a place to belong. But then the places they could uh, belong to, they don't really meet that criteria, so they don't belong there either, and they can't go there either. So we see so many uh, programs that are just been cut. So that's when the the other part of me is like happening. And I don't want people to think I'm crazy or something because I'm not. Sometimes I say to myself, you know what I, I do? I'm a believer and I believe in God, um, wholeheartedly. I really, really do. And sometimes when I see people in places, sometimes I ask myself, is this, I don't want to sound crazy cause I'm not, but I'm going to share something. I never even told anyone, not one breathing, living soul on this earth. I said, you know, Mm -hmm. could this be an angel today? And is this God testing me? And does it just see where my humility is at? And then I don't care what they're going to go do with the money. I just don't want God to test me. And I turned the other, I just turned away. And I really wholeheartedly believe in that. And I don't know why that's in my, my, my thoughts and my spirit, but it is, it's just something about some people. I mean, you, it's not everybody, but it's just something mm-hmm. about some people that touches me and they don't even have to say a word, you know, and that's that, that's, that's just something about love for people, humility. And whenever you give God gives back abundantly, he does. And sometimes you just don't even, you know, before you could turn around good, there's something else happening on the horizon because I believe is because of what you just went and
1: did. And I and that's that's and one that,
0: thing I believe
1: in. And that and that and, that, and that's fine. I mean, I, I think again that that each and every person having that their belief and that that um yeah, that, that faith, and understanding of of how those how those paying it forward operate or those procedures or those um those pay it forward what is it uh, gestures it yeah, pay it manifest manifest yeah. manifest themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I'm in this, in this sense of, as it relates to being able to, I mean, I, I sat there and it's just an example for the situation yesterday, probably 30 minutes to get to the point where I could find right. out where his issues were. Right. And, and those, those issues were to the point where that it's just, it's bigger than today. It, it's bigger than today
2: right you know, right, you, right, you, right.
1: You, you you had to you had to gotten to this point you don't you don't you don't get here overnight or just one day in most cases right um so then I was like okay how do we get you past this point that's causing this reoccurrence day after day
0: exactly and that, that and and I, I get so- it I, I hear it I get it I know what you're saying because you keep seeing the same person all the time I'm, I'm not talking about those type of people. I'm talking, you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. You were looking to try to help him with a solution to get him off the streets. And he didn't want it.
1: Well, no, it was the fact that he didn't want to grow. Cause I showed him what he needed to do. And he says, I don't want to do that. And, it's, and here's the thing. It was all within his ability. Mm. It was within his ability. It was not, I wasn't asking him to go do something beyond what he had capacity to do. It was to humble himself. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes we have to. And he said no. Well, you can't help. If he don't want help, really real help, sometimes we can't help everybody. But the point is you try. Well,
1: see, see, but this is the point I'm saying. It goes back to that point where we talk about the choice of love. Mm -hmm. That puts it over the top we all possess the opportunity to to manifest love first in, in his case to himself and he was choosing not to well he was he, choosing not to love himself
0: that well, that's part of it if you choose not to love yourself there's nothing anyone can be can do until you're ready to accept the help and
1: and and and, and so and so and and the bigger picture as i look at it I'm hoping that he listens. He hears what I've said, and today maybe he says it's worth humbling myself. He
0: may he might not listen to you yesterday, but trust and believe me, he's thinking about it. Trust and believe me. Well, and, and
1: and that's and that's the whole thing. Because if I had given him something something other, because there there was nothing greater than what I gave him, right. and yet the money was what he was gonna he was gonna focus on if I gave him the money. Wow. And I don't want him to focus on the money.
0: You want him to focus on him to focus. lifting himself up. That's what you want him to focus on. You wanted he he wasn't ready. I wanted him to, it to love himself. Exactly. You wanted him to have a solution that would not only just impact him, it would impact his family because his son wouldn't have to see him that way. His family wouldn't have to see him that way. It's the worst thing in the world to see a family member going through something when they don't really have to, and it hurts. So I get it. I get it.
1: And it hurt. It hurt me to see him not to to say no. Wow. It hurt me for him to say no. Because to be honest with you, to be honest with you, there's nothing that I wouldn't have done for him if he was willing to help himself.
0: Yeah, you just you wanted yeah. to extend yeah. the olive branch, but you wanted him to take it. You wanted him to. You didn't want him to have a quick fix you didn't want a quick fix you wanted a solution for him and he just wouldn't because
1: here, take it. because here's the point when, when I said when I said I mean he was he was probably his situation were within my ability to rectify them right there they were in my was within my ability to rectify his total situation right there but it had a condition to it and he had to want it
0: you wanted him and to caught, help.
1: Happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to help himself.
0: Exactly. And that's what I am keep on coming back to because I want the listening audience to understand we can give you a quick fix. Anybody can get a quick fix, but it's better to have a solution. It's better for you to recognize I need the help and want the help. Not just to recognize, well, I don't want to do this. If I do this, then I have to do that. Well, if it's not anything that's going to hurt you and it's going to give you the solution, that meant he wasn't mentally ready to accept the solution. He, You know, sometimes people create a lifestyle and they don't want to change it. And is he at that point where he created this lifestyle that he doesn't want to change? Is he comfortable well, with what the, he's
1: doing? Well, see, it, it's sort of like the difference when somebody comes up to you and they say, I'm hungry, I need some meal. Can you give me, you know, give me a couple of dollars? I, I I don't give you a couple of dollars. I let's go to McDonald's. I'll buy you something to eat.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: You'll I'll buy it. you something to eat.
2: That's
1: because true. see, if, 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 if it's honest as you wanna be with me, I can be honest with you. Because if you want if you want if you want to not have to ask me to do this again, then let's have a conversation. But if you just wanna eat, but see what I won't do is I won't give you the money. Because I don't know what you're going to do with that money, right? But I'll get you something to eat. But you won't come to me and tell me that I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get me a forty. Because that's only that's just a, that's just gonna soothe my symptoms.
0: Right, 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 yeah. exactly. Well, like I said, it's all about this this um, actual podcast today and this episode today is all about love and all the different ways and we've been we've pointed out a lot of different ways that love comes to us and we really really have and we've we've identified a lot of ways also to be proactive when we're in situations that are not loving situations to turn to ourselves and be more responsible about how these interactions affect us They can affect you negatively and they can affect you in a positive way by you being reactive in the right ways, being proactive, not reacting, but being proactive like this doesn't work for me and I'm not going to do this. This is not a good idea. And I need to find a way within my growth span, okay, to become more proactive about what's happening with me and create other avenues to be more successful when I'm dealing with these situations. And so love can come in so Many different ways. <laughs> so, Juan, I just want to ask the, people: How do we get this book? How in the world do we well, get this
1: book? Hey, you can get it from my website, JuanLevyAuthor You can get the ebook there, um, or you can go on Amazon, or Barnes and Noble, and pick up the softback, the paperback copy. But it's a it's a really a short read, um, but it's uh, hopefully. It, it, it gives you something that you can take away and get to work I mean you can really apply it in your life uh, at any phase in any stage of your life it's it's broken up into uh stages of life your teenager your young adult your adult and your students um so that it really represents how this life cycle is
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know and how we can all you know we need each other and you know we each stage we, we prepare to enter into each stage. And if we can maximize each stage of our life, starting in our teen years, um, we can begin to to develop ourselves so that we can give ourselves, so that we can invest it into humanity for the next generation. You know, that's the, the whole process through through the book. But uh, yeah, it, it's there. Um, and everything that you do whenever you purchase that, it goes to support the nonprofit, non-clear uh, journey. Um, so anybody's willing to support us, we really appreciate you, um, um, your support and your help in it.
0: Okay. And then how can people find out more about your nonprofit?
1: Um, I'm hoping that I will have the website up, uh, within the next couple of days or the week or so. Um, and, uh, right now it's just, you can just, you know, if you want to get involved or you want to support us, you can just send uh, me an email at the info at Juan Lee, the author.com right now. Um, and we can give you more information about it, but uh, hopefully the website will be up hopefully by the end of this month before the beginning of the year. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, the, the website. Is, uh, it's clear org. That's the website. It just hasn't been put up yet, okay. um, but it's a it's, uh, clear journey. Dot org.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that sounds amazing. I'm just so happy to, uh, literally to be honest with you, be on with you today. And you know, we're a lot of people really don't understand that this is not scripted. And you know, when there's a guest on, we just go with the flow and we want to be true to you. So that's how we go with the flow of, you know, just opening up and just being honest with you, just being honest and transparent. And this is, this has been really an honest episode about transparency. Um, And it's about human emotion and, and there's, you can't get around it. There's no way we've been so transparent about it. And we just want you to just have that peace of mind. We just want you to go away With something with a good takeaway today, because it's very important that we understand how to navigate love in the right ways. Because sometimes people can navigate love in the wrong ways and for jealousy and to be facetious with it and to be living a more stressful life around love because you don't have to. And if that's what you're doing, then that's not real love. You need to not do that. If you're exhibiting those behaviors, you're not showing real love. If that's happening to you, then it's not a good idea for you. And so, and, I, and it could be in many different situations. It doesn't have to be in a relationship, um, just a one-on-one relationship with a person. It can be in many different forms. It could be a workplace relationship. It could be a friend relationship, a family member relationship. It could be all different kinds of relationships. But if that's not working for you and it comes out in the negative forms, then it's just not a good idea for you. Period. The,
1: the the whole idea behind the the book and the and the nonprofit is the practical application of love. That's what it is. That's how we navigate this thing called life. This experience. It's being able to put the practical uh, applications to it. And if we can, if you have a moment, I, I'd really like to give you the seven attitudes of love. You Got a minute? Can we do it? Yeah, we got a minute. Okay. Let me just, because I had shared them that I had, I was going to give them to you. The seven attitudes of love. The first one is sacrifice. We've talked about it. We've run across it. Yeah. That's the first attitude for love, to administer love. The second one is humility. We've talked about that one. We've talked about that attitude of humility. Then we talked about it's caring. The attitude of caring. We've talked about that. Then we have one that is courageous, the ability to stand alone. Oh, yes. that, that ability to stand on courage. And then we talked about, and we, we, we you brought it up, and we talked about responsibility,
0: mm-hmm. attitude of
1: responsibility. And then we talked about, then the, the fifth one or the sixth one is discipline.
0: Oh, yes. Discipline. Oh, yes.
1: The attitude of discipline. And then the final one is the one is tenacity. It's the willingness to not give up. Just now give up.
2: Mm -hmm. Those are the
1: seven attitudes that will demonstrate love in any situation. If you apply those attitudes to them, find the one that's applicable, that has the benefit for humanity and itself at the same time. And you'll end up getting the outcome that you're desiring that will benefit humanity and yourself.
0: That's right. Those are
1: the seven attitudes of love,
0: and they're powerful. They're powerful, and I would tell people, please get this book. Get this book. It's a short read, but it's the fundamentals, and that's the most important mm-hmm. thing. It's a short read, but it's the uh, fundamentals. And then I'm pretty sure when Alwan uh, puts up the website, that he'll have that sh- a short ebook on the fundamentals of love to remind you. And so just keep checking back or if you want to reach out to me and ask, send me an email and ask me, or Juan, is there anything that you want to share? Cause once everything launches, I want to get you back on the show again. And so that way we can talk about how everyone can reach you, tap into your website and tap into what you're doing and keep up to date with you.
1: Good. Because the the website, I mean, Clear Journey is going to be in person and an online um, process. You can have training online. Or we can have in-person uh, training or, you know, we're going to have things that we have locally, but they're going to be nationwide on the Internet. We're going to have these courses where we can learn how to, to manage our money, how to uh, establish when you're in a relationship, how to how to determine a valuable relationship. All right. of those life skills that we are we are having to deal with. And I'm also a coach, you know, so I'm going to be coaching uh, the, the, the power of luck. So Are that you, you can be able to
0: Go ahead, I'm sorry. Say it again. No, no. I was gonna say, is there a way for people to read you now?
1: Yeah, you can info me at one Okay. Um I'm on the, I'm in the I'm in the process of um, of um putting together my coaching course. Um okay. and also uh additional courses to follow it. Um some group some group um Courses and some individual courses, um, so uh, all of that should be out fairly early, early in, the, in the new year. Um, so just looking for just you know info at one, Media author, and I'll give you more information. Also, if anyone's interested, I have a newsletter. Um, they can send me an email, and I can send them a the newsletter. It's based on com- it's about confidence. I think it's, it's very important that you gain and gather this confidence about yourself. Um, That's something that was essential for me in this journey because I had none. Um, Self-esteem was out the window. Um, So it's very important to to start with, you know, understanding who you are.
0: Right, right. Well, I am just excited that we had you on. I, I love the session that we had today, this episode, which we'll be publishing here shortly. I'm just so excited about it. And with that being said, everyone knows what time it is. Uh, We've given you information on how to get in touch with Juan Lee. And, um, of course, we're always going to have that information. So if you just don't know how to get in touch, just shoot me an email, and I'll shoot you this contact information for sure. And with that being said, you know what time it is. It's time for us to vacate the seat. It's time for us to give back to ourselves now (laughs) that we spent an hour and 30 minutes with you. And we always want to be true to you. And with that being said, I just want to let you know, I love you. And guess what? You know what's next. I'm out of here.